Yo, 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 what's good? Y'all know what time it is. It's our favorite day. Turn me up Tuesday. Whichever day you decide to tune in to this podcast. I'm Jesus 216. With me is Snooty Fox and Speed. You got the rest of the crew tapping in with us. It's the Turn Me Up podcast. We got some good hot topics for y'all. So as always, tune in. Turn me up. We be waiting on that one step. Like one point, nigga said, "Go ahead, you did enough." <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 we back new ep- another episode of the Turn Me Up podcast. We got my guys Ray and D Titty tapping back in with us today. Um, everything, everything back to normal. Everything cool. Like tapped in them niggas, niggas. You know what I mean? Seemed like it was just yesterday, but niggas was cool. So I ain't really gonna ask ask for how niggas doing or no wellness check or no shit like that. But I'm gonna get. Ray, back into it. Um, I'm gonna start with Ray. Ray, give me a. Uh, I ain't gonna say small synopsis, but give give me a, a brief rundown of what you got lined up as far as projects in the future, and then give us some of your previous projects that you uh starred in, co-starred in, um, some of the things that you felt like would made you who you are as the actor that you are today, and some things that kind of like I ain't gonna say broke you, but you know like. Got you, you know what I mean? Got you into the full, like, full-time actor's role. All right, well, I'm uh, Hamilton Ray Hodge. Um, been acting for, it's about to be 10 years. Uh, as far as in the future, um, it's been, I'll be honest, kind of slow motion. Things slowed down with the actor's track. I am shooting an uh, independent uh, deal right now. Uh, it's called From the Other Side. We're finishing that up. That'll come out next year uh, on some uh, almost para, para, what is it? paranormal type, oh, uh, okay. type of vibe. Um, so we'll be finishing that up. Uh, some of the stuff you see me in, uh, most of it, stuff around here, um, High School 1, High School 2, um, Hey, Mr. Postman, Scam Likely, Grace and Mercy. Uh, actually, there's a film that just had the premiere with, you mentioned Ivy League, called Fun Girl. Yeah, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. So I, uh, I play an ESPN uh, insider on that. So that's kinda, <laughs> that was kind of different. Uh, but just looking to work, keep doing my thing, man. See what see what happens, see what comes up. Okay. B-Titty, what about you? Yeah, man. Boy, me, Teddy, man, from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, stand-up comedian, uh, been doing that uh, since 2011. Um, I would say one of the, the things, maybe getting into the Cleveland Improv was one of the things that really kind of, like, propelled my career next, like, getting to perform in front of comedians that I looked up to, watching on Comic View, and them finally getting to see me and some of my idols seeing me and being like, Oh no, you funny, and it's like getting that validation to make me like, okay, I really, I'm on the right track. Um, far as in the future, what I got going on, um, like I said, uh, my goal is to really monetize my talent, um, st- start monetizing um, these videos that I've been making f- free for years, um, and then like my 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 long term goal is I wanna I wanna headline headline Rocket Mortgage. I wanna bring a tour here and start doing arenas and you know headline rocket mortgage and be like damn man the whole city came out thirty thousand, you know however many a seat 
people came out to see to, to see this comedy tour. You know, so that, that's my goal. Okay, and I can respect that on both aspects. Um, put yeah, something on for this one. All right, put some. Go ahead. And this for you too. I think um, projects to be me and you. I think we got to figure out what we're gonna do next with you know to turn me up. Right. Like um, I think we got like um, a you know a good core going. We got like a lot of good stuff going. You got a lot of connections and um, with your two good fellas here today. And, you know, the couple other guests we've had on, I think we could figure out, like, um, how we can really just take the term me up. To a different level. A little bit. You know, just to the little, to the next notch. Y'all on YouTube? No. That's Uh, next. No, for sure. The the crazy part about what go on here is a lot of the stuff we do isn't PC or, you know, stuff like that. But a lot of it is the video editing. So, I told myself I was going to tap into that and make sure I got everything, you know, the different angles, the different cameras and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. As far as getting us up on YouTube, because like you said, everybody talks about niggas. We say, oh, IG, uh, Snapchat, all that. But YouTube and Facebook are the two biggest social media platforms mm-hmm. to where yeah. people make, you know, like. The Can I interject money. real quick? For sure. Mm-hmm. Just do it, bro. Like one thing. Don't overthink it. It's motherfuckers making millions of dollars who are just filming from one iPhone, one angle. And they they outworking us and they just putting it up, you know what I'm saying? And it might not even be podcast, might not even be as dope as yours, bro. Like, like that's one of my biggest um, things that I had to work on myself was perfection. Like actually, like a lot of times you trying to do something and wait for it to be perfect and you never do it. Just do it, bro. Like you got you got a you got a you got a phone that can fucking Facetime somebody from another in another area, bro. You got all the technology and you need. All them skits y'all see, guess where I edited them from? From an iPhone. Right. Filmed it from an iPhone this morning, edited it, put it up, and stuff like that. Uh, you look at, like, you know, and, you know, I just want to, like, look at this. This is 1.7 million. Right. This is filmed from an iPhone. Edited from 773,000 views. This is filmed from an iPhone. You know, so I used to be that type, like, oh, I ain't going to do it till I get a videographer, get the location. Right. And I started seeing niggas filming from a, a Nokia uh, snake phone. And <laughs> 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 it looked like Grand, Grand Theft Auto 1. And this motherfucker got 2 million followers. And I'm still here, like, I got to make sure I get the right angles right. and the light. I'm like, man, you got an idea, put it out to the world. I think that's put it up on YouTube, bro. What's the worst that gonna happen? People follow you, right? Yeah. Right. No, that's a fact. Yeah, I think that's what let's we, put it out together. That's what we got to figure out. You got your you got your holder brand, right there. You, you got, got a cell yeah. phone. Yeah. Boom! Put that motherfucker out, bro. Yeah. Flooded that, with content. That's like you said, hey man. People, mm-hmm. we here to sharpen each other, and that's one thing that I do like about a lot of the the networking capabilities that we got. Nobody that I know. You know, I was trying to hold nobody back. Everybody want to see everybody in, in a good position to shine and do things outside of just regular, you know, going to work and surviving, basically. So, with that being said, as far as um, you guys having the inter- being in the entertainment industry and having success, we talked about um, on the previous episode, we talked about what is success and, you know, your definition. My question is, how hard is it to date based on your profession and your success you know, on a local level with people in your mix being, you know, like like you said, you can't go nowhere. You go here and say, oh, I know you or do I know you from somewhere and da 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 So I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with B-Titty first because he's closer to our age. Mm-hmm. And I know how some of the, you know, some of the quote unquote women in our age, you know, how they kind of 
are versus the the more you know the older and more sophisticated women closer to Ray's age. So B, I'm gonna start with you first. What was the question? My bad. How 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 is it? How hard is it to date based upon your profession and success? Um, it's very hard, man. Like, um, it's hard because sometimes you meet people that might not be as passionate about something. So it's hard for them to relate to your passion, and when and when they don't, they're not equally passionate about passionate about something. Your passion becomes a competition. So now it's just like they feel like you're putting that over them, and you know what I'm saying. And it's just like like this is in me. Like I I have to like if I'm not doing this, it's spiritual suicide. Almost. Right. So right. I have to do it, and this isn't a knock against you, but. I have to, so it's a lot of communication that comes because a lot of times too we are we are selfish naturally, and you are self. Sometimes you are selfish to what you want to do, and you don't um, compromise. So, like in the beginning when I was doing comedy and stuff like that, it was just hard, man. Like Valentine's Day, oh I got a show, it's booked. Like and then you know, so so you have to learn the balance of like not being selfish with your passion, mm-hmm. but also get somebody that understands and not make them feel like it's them or or the passion. Okay. Cause you're not gonna win. <laughs> that's a fact. No, that's a fact. Ray, what about you? Um, the questions about dating. Yeah, how do you find it hard or struggles you've had dating based on your profession or success? In, you know, in the. I I'm gonna say success. Period. Because let's let's be honest nowadays a lot of women like men that need them so they have something to hold over their head so i'm gonna just say dating in general being successful not just based on your profession i actually stopped telling people that i uh i act because uh, i i stopped telling people i act i don't know what it is but um they don't believe you they you know, everybody has their representative on. I get that. Everybody has their representative on when you first uh, meet somebody. So you say, oh, I'm an actor. That's not what you normally hear when you, when you talk to somebody. Right. So then they hear it and they go, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So um, then they actually see it and then they're like, oh, well, but you're not Denzel. But you're not, you know, this person or that person. It's like, well, yeah, I'm. I'm on my grind. I'm I'm, right. tr- I'm trying to get there. And then uh, the last chick that I did date, and we you know we stopped talking. I didn't tell her. Well, guess what? She happened to be watching something on uh oh, that's on Tubi, and then she saw me. Oh man! Now all of a sudden she's trying to circle back, and it's like, what? Why does that matter? Right? Like, are you dating me for me, or are you dating and me for for, for the perceived it's, it's, notoriety, it's, 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 exactly. or? Or so I just I don't even tell to be plugged. I don't I don't tell people. (laughs) Put me on. Put me on. That's what yeah. So that like as a as a nigga I ain't gonna lie as a nigga that I'm good at what I do. So I'm not like on no professional level as far as like acting or comedy or whatever. Like when I go out and I try to date, hey, I'm going to talk shit to you. You gonna like it or you not gonna like it? We gonna have fun. We gonna kick it like. Bitch, I don't need you for shit. So, is we gonna have fun? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we gonna have fun, or we gonna kick it, or we gonna you gonna be a bump on the log. So, a lot of women try to, you know, they gonna test you like like anything. Like, you gonna you gonna run into, you know, the 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 bad chick. You gonna run into the chick that 
ain't as bad, but you know, she cool and she gonna reel you in with her personality or her cooking or whatever the case may be. And you just, it's just like, a, it's always going to be a, a, a lifelong maze to where you try to find out, you know, who really going to be there for you versus, you know, versus the, are you here for the opportunity type of shit? Like, Speed, you a little younger than me, not by much, but how, you know what I mean? Like, your date, like, not now, but like when you dated, like, a uh, little bit past college, you know what I mean? Like, college don't count because mm-hmm. nigga, niggas still trying to figure their life out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was definitely messing around. Like, you know, that's like a bit younger. Um, like I'm not, it's probably not as hard for me to weed through the girls as somebody who a little bit more, um, popular, you know what I mean? Cause I'm just like a regular person, you right. know what I mean? I ain't out here as far as like, um, on social media or like, you know, on the internet boasting or nothing. So it's probably ain't really, chick don't really think she can take advantage of me. So it's probably a little easier for me to sort through it, but okay. it definitely took, me time to um before I got with my girl, I you know what I mean, like figuring just, out how to yeah, do. like the balance of like you know just like the high maintenance girls or like people you just going out with, they ain't really ain't no intentions there. Like you right. might really be um like looking to like be serious, and you know it might just be a chick. You know how girl they just want to go right. eat. You right. know what I mean, right. which is cool too. But I feel like more chicks just be upfront. You know what I mean? Don't like lead them on that nigga think maybe it could be more. We right. going to eat. We just going to eat. I'm gonna eat regardless. And that, and that's that was and that's my, my thing. and that's my like, thing. Like as a nigga, they got a couple dollars. Like I'm an adult. At the end of the day, everybody an adult. If I decide I'm gonna go out and have a drink or grab a bite to eat, I just may want a nice young lady or some good conversation across from me to look at and talk to. You know what I mean? Like so, when women, you know, talk to well, niggas taking me here, taking me there. Like, hey, what's wrong with that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you don't. Hey, all you got to do is literally get dressed and come out. Like, a nigga going to buy drinks, a nigga going to That's definitely food. a big sign. I mean, if she tripping about where you taking her, I mean... No, for I mean, sure. I think we all had the girl who, for where sure. it don't matter where you took her. She right. was laughing. Y'all was just... Y'all had a right. good time. And it wasn't the best spot. And you know that you probably went up up at that time before where y'all at. You know what I mean? Right. We all been there. So, yeah. I mean, once you cross it, you know. Because <laughs> you really don't know till you get that one shorty that's like, oh, you ain't really got to say much. You know what I mean? You ain't got to, you know what I mean? It's just a helping hand. You okay, know I, mean? I got up. I got a question for B. Um, when women find out about, your, we we never talked about or tapped into your actual business, like your business, yeah, yeah. it's like you, you're, you, you own your own business. Yeah. When women find out or other people find out that side of you, do they, do they take it a certain way or do they kind of like not take you as serious because of the, they may know you know you from the comedic aspect, but you know the deep down inside, like nigga, on top of me being a comedian, I know how to run my own business. I know how things go as far as funding. Oh, yeah, they're trying I know to run your pockets. Yeah, not even <laughs> like not even as far as running his pockets, but females. like, do they like when they find out you got you're a business owner on top yeah. of a comedian? Like, how do that change? Like, change the energy? I, th- I think yeah, I think is women are attracted to people in position of power right so when they find out that and then like mm-hmm. it's a successful business and you know like then they're like oh hold up okay you're doing all this too and you do because like even with like entertainment and stuff like that a lot of times people don't realize it's smoking mirrors and stuff like that so you might be out of town you're doing a show you like miami i flew out here but you might have paid to get out there 
it might have been five people there, some bullshit, but you know, we got to play the game. We got to post it and stuff like Make that. Make it look good. Make it look good. It, sometimes, and people yeah. really believe that stuff. Like, they see social media, they really believe, like, oh, this motherfucker touring, he doing this. So, and because they're not in that light, or they're not in that in that same realm, they are, damn, you probably got 10000 for that show. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Know, right. So now, off How comedy, you think I got paid? How much you get paid to do yeah. that? Why are you running off? Why are you asking? Yeah. That, so know, now, off comedy, they think you got that. Yeah. And then you add business into it. Now, they really think like, right, oh, it's so a, you, like a double dick yeah, type yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't on social media. They can see y'all pages. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ain't shit to go to y'all page. Yeah. It's just like... See what you and posted. What you got posted. Who you with? Yeah. You who post you a, at? You post a picture next uh, to who you cele- follow. Next to a celebrity. You like. Yeah, absolutely. Niggas like, oh my God. That's why I'm saying it ain't as hard for me, but I could only, Dude, I mean, dog, you, know, you got a couple is, thousand followers. Man, is what and it, it is. And it's, it's crazy. Like, come on out. Like, people that hit me, and I'm not saying it like, should be weird, because I ain't no celebrity by by any means. Motherfucker, they hit me like, oh my God, you know such and such. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah. what? Like nigga, Romeo, yeah, yo, like, yo, dude. Yeah, like that's my people. Like you know what I mean? They're like, I, but they I, associate, we, but they associate everything mm-hmm. that he has with. That's, that's that his man. man's. But that, that, but that's weak though. Like that's I'm, how like, people look at like, it. Like going to comedy shows, like going to your shows, going to Rob shows. Like mm-hmm. y'all, my people. I'm coming to support. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm watching. I I have a Netflix and chill, and a chick be like, oh, wasn't that the dude that was at your nephew game? I'm like, yeah. like So everybody recognized, but like, I, who am I to just be like, oh yeah, that's my people. That's, that's my, just like, weird behavior. Anybody who extremely, know you know that, you know what I mean? That ain't even how you operate though, so nobody will come at you. Extremely like weird behavior. You know I mean? mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, I want my people to be in positions to where they can thrive and flourish. Like, I want you to be like, at the end of the day, fuck with your, 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 your status or your, your entertainer, whatever it is. Like, everybody at this table, for, I know for a fact, are active black fathers. You know what I mean? They in their kids' lives. They go to work every day. Like, this ain't no just run-of-the-mill scumbag shit. So, yeah, y'all may know niggas that's popular, but do they rob niggas? You know what I mean? Like, are they stand-up people? And I'm going to keep it a bean. I, some of y'all IG hoes, I done fucked, and y'all, y'all not up like that. A lot of y'all ain't up like that. Y'all got chicks, a, y'all I know got chicks for two hundred thousand dollars that ain't got twenty dollars to their name. Two hundred thousand followers, I mean, that ain't got twenty dollars. Sleeping, in sleeping on the bed, nigga. You on the floor. Dairy Queen on the flow. Some followers don't equal money, man. They got a bad back. Yeah. You want me to come bad over and lay a slab in you and your shit on the ground, bitch? I'm leaving. <laughs> Cause once I lay down, you yeah, ain't getting get nothing it. out of me. I, you ain't getting nothing, bitch. I'm talking about you getting a rollover and that's it. Wait, bitch, how many times we gonna blow this bed up? Fucking, we ain't even. Oh man, God damn, bitch. Get some tape. Stitch that motherfucker. Yeah, the real nigga. Yeah, hit a hit a, hit a chick on the air mattress, nigga. Yeah, no, that was hey, that was hey. Them, that, you gotta uh, find you gotta find the ones for money. They got the continuous running one. Mm, yeah, no, that yeah, they got yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Broke nigga, the whole club and everything. Hey, <laughs> a nigga, a nigga, think back to them times back in Akron. All them blow up yeah. mattresses. Uh, I done went to work on. Yeah. I said, right, you gotta get the continuous one. And them just, mm. hey, she hit you with, hey, you got some shit on your back pockets. You gotta take your pants off. <laughs> like, be dazzled and broke the fuck out that bitch bed. Like, that's funny as fuck. So we we talked about it slightly, but um, I'm gonna start with B. When did you start comedy? 
And when did you realize that you this was something that you was gonna start to be good slash great at? Um, I started in 2011 at um, I performed at um, damn what's the spot One Two Lounge. Um, oh shit! Yeah, that was the first place I performed at One Two Lounge. I performed um, after I performed there. Um, I just like I said, I got me and Rob got cool. Started going to there all the time. Went up, won a um, competition. Um, it was like when I first did it, I knew I was going to continue to do it. But when I really was like, um, probably, probably when I got in the improv in 2015, 2015, 16. Okay. Because I had went to go audition. They pretty much was like, we don't do auditions. And they're like, you ain't even been doing comedy that long. You ain't no real comedian until you've been doing it this time. Like they pretty much shitted on me. Okay. And then when I finally got in there, I opened up for, I did a guest set for John Hinton, uh, Overton from Living Single, if y'all know who that is. Cleveland, Cleveland native. And I did, uh, um, I did that. And then, um, uh, but when I knew I was on the right path, I performed for one of my favorite comedians, Tony Roberts. Okay. Um, and this, yeah, yeah, Tony Roberts. I performed with Tony Roberts and I had, Tony Roberts was one of my favorite comedians. And he like followed each other on Twitter before he knew I was a comedian. And he came to Cleveland and he met me before he knew I was a comedian. Like, oh man, you're my dude from Twitter. We kicked it, took him to Tegan Studio to record like a skit. And um, like a couple years later, I ended up performing with him in like 2018 or 19. And um, I opened up for him and he was just like on video. I got the video on my phone right now. I'm like I said. Bro, you funny as shit. He was like, I know, I know, I seen you around. He like, I, he like, we kicked it, but I never seen you perform. I normally don't be out there, but you funny as shit. And I'm just like, hold on, say it one more time. Right, <laughs> right, right. But at that moment, it's just like, like imagine somebody you look up to and you right. respect. It's just like, oh no, you got it. Right. And it's like, oh hold on, I got it. Like I knew I was funny, but yeah, that that assurance, you that know, assurance, what I mean? that, that like, reassurance. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, so I would say that was like when I was like, okay, I can do this, and then just touring and shit like that. Ray, you said you earlier one of the uh, previous episode, I think you said, um, you said you kind of stumbled on the acting, and you would you say twenty ten was it twenty fourteen twenty fourteen? Yeah, it was a total fluke. I was uh, maybe it was twenty thirteen. I was in the process of getting divorced. Okay, and. Uh, Honestly, I was just worried about how things were going to go with my kids. They were still smaller at the time. Okay. And uh, I can't even, I saw it online somewhere. They say, you know, when you're worried about it, just to ease your mind, if you got a bucket list, pick one thing off your bucket list and just do it. You know, number one, and get your mind off of it. Number two, you'd be surprised what might come of it. So uh, that's when they were shooting Draft Day here. Oh, and, shit. And uh, The Winter Soldier. They okay. were shooting it. So on my bucket list, I wanted to be in a movie. I was an extra in both of them. I didn't want, yeah, I wasn't even, yeah, I wanted draft day. I didn't care about Winter Soldier, but I, and they they came out the same week. I submitted for draft day. They didn't call me back right away. I submitted for Winter Soldier. They hit me up the next day. Like, hey, we want you to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, you know, uh, extra role, blah, blah, blah. So that was cool. Um, worked on that for several days. And then uh, I ran into Mike Berry who's big and independent film here. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. He, um, we competed against each other in bodybuilding just to show you how small the world is. Right. So I saw him in the park with his daughter and I had my son and daughter 
I remember my I messed my shoulder up and he had messed his knee up. So we all, you know, broke up. And he like we were joking about getting back up on stage and he said, Well, you know what, I'm not passionate about that anymore. I'm passionate about something else and you don't hear nobody use the word passion. Right. I'm like, well, what are you passionate about? And he said, Well, I make movies now. And I kind of like, Yeah, okay. You know, the same way, hey, I'm a rapper. Right, 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 right. So he said, I got something that I'm pitching to the networks. Take a look at it and let me know what you think. And he sent it to me. It was a YouTube video. I never looked at it. Probably a week passed, 10 days passed. He hit me up. He's like, man, are you going to look at it or not? So I looked at it, and it was pretty damn good. I said, dude, who, who, who taught you how to do this? Right. He said he took one class at uh, Cuyahoga Community College, and he bought a book and a camera. He just started doing it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm like, man, I'm impressed, bro. So he said, you know what? I got a role that's perfect for you. And I was like, hold up. Because I had told him I was an extra in the movie. I said, dude, I didn't have no lines. And he was like, well, when's the last time you acted? I said, well, I did my thing in the second grade Christmas play, you know, and Little Drummer Boy. You know, no. we, we, <laughs> we laughed about it. So he, he literally did the Jedi mind trick on me. He was like, bro, you know, if you fuck it up, I'll just get somebody else to do it. And I'm like, well, what make you think I'm a... Right, mess it up. So it was a it was a short film with somebody. It was a schizophrenic, and uh, he sent me the script. And the thing I'm I'm good at memorizing stuff. I can memorize stuff, but I'm I don't know how a schizophrenic actor or whatever. Right. So I went on YouTube. I found a schizophrenic was actually a woman. So I copied her mannerisms, her face, all this other stuff, and did the lines. He started putting it in film festivals all across the country. It placed in every film festival. Never got a first place, but second and third, second and third. So I didn't realize how big independent film was here in Northeast Ohio. Mm -hmm. He said, come out to this networking event. I'm going to show the short. Showed the short. Did real well. All of a sudden, people started asking, who was that guy in the short? Who was that guy? They started coming up to me. I walked up to Mike. I said, bro, what am I supposed to do from here? He said, you'll figure it out and turn around and walked off. Mm. so that's when I looked up how to make a resume I started taking classes I started and it just it kind of just snowballed from there I just walked through it and mm-hmm. it's been working out for me so what at what point did you realize you were starting to be like like good like this was you wasn't like this wasn't nothing just to do like when I didn't have to go to people they started asking me okay. what was going on okay Cause the it's funny a lot of people ask like, oh you one of the niggas that just decided to feel like you was gonna do podcasts you just pick I like. I guess I I was a guest on my people shit. It it used to be called the Everyday Podcast. Then we switched it to the Ignorantly Delightful Podcast, and it was something that I enjoyed. Cause naturally like everybody that know me here like I enjoy talking shit. So something that comes like like B said earlier, like something that's natural and that's your passion that you would do without being paid, like naturally you just gonna do it. So the few times that I was on there, like I grew my confidence, I knew, you know what I mean, like public speech and it, it kinda started to grow and you know, it's no camera, so it's nothing to be shy about. Mm-hmm. Then a couple of people start telling me like, Damn, you went on the episode, I don't know, like I ain't really fuck with it. And I didn't know if it was like my people, like just trying to like stroke my ego yeah, or yeah or if it was like all right is the quality not really there but like i started to get a structure and we got a team and a group of people that kind of like had different ideas but had like-minded you know like like like-minded views and 
we we came into the term of podcast and everything was low key like seamless. So you know, understanding where you guys come from for sure, like something that you never really expected to take off to the to the extent that it did, and and it worked out, and I'm glad it's working out for y'all. I, I hope to see more projects, more stand-ups. And, you know, whenever a show come, I'm nigga always tapped in and going to say, I'm going to try to make it, you know, a nigga schedule and change, but all that type of shit. So we're going to change this and shift this. As Speed, you the only person that don't have a kid. As an active dad and active parents, do you ever get tired of the negative stigma surrounding black dads and how do you do the best that you can to get along with the mother of your children or child or however that works? I'm going to start with Ray first. Ray right on, big booty. You, you got me. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm kind of. I'm kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said he had the cheeks on, on the screen. Uh, I'm kind of. I'm kind of at a. Uh, a loss for words, dude, because, okay. um, you know, I see, and again, hopefully I don't get in trouble for this, but I'm just going to speak the truth because it's got to be said. I see a lot of couples that separate, and they put the kids first, and they make the best of it. Some of them actually become cooler after they separate. Right. Um, mine did not do that. She did not. There's a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know. There's a lot of stuff that started coming out years later. Um, you know, in the limelight, you know, they smile and act like things okay. But no, in the background, they're doing a lot of... Maniacal, just, backhanded, and like shit that don't need... You're right, right. To this day. I mean, it's been almost a decade since we've been divorced. What, what, what's the deal? You move on. You know? It, right. And what you're doing, yeah, it might tick me off and agitate me, but you are messing the kids. The co- up. Yeah, the common goal that we both have. Uh, also, now the the goal that we had when we were together is now over. So now we only have one common goal, and that's that's neither one of us. Like it, it's right. our right. So um, I mean, I mentioned in the previous podcast, I I mean, it's a lot of uh, quote unquote scars that's being healed just talked to my daughter for the first time in you know quite a lengthy time and I it wasn't that much longer before that that I started you know talking to my son again right so you know fortunately they're old enough where they're like okay you know I'm not on it you know I want to get things going but why did it even have to go through that exactly you know so um, I'm happy we're there but it's a lot of unnecessary stuff a lot of unsaid stuff um, that you know didn't have to take place. So as 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 a father and as a adult, um, how long did did it take you to kind of get over like the? I get it. This motherfucker should have got it, but my kids don't understand it because they're still young. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take you to kind of like get over that? You know, from yourself. You know what I mean? Like, all right, you know, me and her went through whatever and. I don't know what picture she may have painted, but, you know, let me try to talk to you. And, you know, if it didn't work initially, then you had to take, like you said, take the right moment or the right amount of time to kind of explain the situation. You're asking me if I'm over it. I don't know. No, no, I'm not saying over it. I'm saying just like as far as the... 
<laughs> like, Man, now you know what I'm talking about. Like, like, no, like, so you know how you be like, you know, you you have the best intent when it comes to the children, but you can't put your your yourself in the other your other party shoes, meaning the mom, because for one, we're not women, and for two, you know, hey, I've took taken my emotions and my feelings out of the situation. Because it's been a decade. You know what I mean? So now I just want to get to the nitty gritty, which is our children. Mm. Like, I want my relationship with my children and whatever you may have brainwashed or did or didn't do or however that goes. Like, how long did it take you to kind of get over it and kind of like, all right, let, let me take it to, to nigga turns. Like, to stop having a sucker attack. Like, hey, I get it. I'm cool. But like. Bitch, these my kids, so you know how I feel. So you gonna try to do whatever you can to to make me feel a way. Like I don't give a fuck about you. Me personally, not saying you. Like this, this is my words. So I'm a, I'm gonna go there. You, you you know how I posted stuff. Battery in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> that boy DJ Pie right now. Go ahead, DJ. You know how I posted stuff about games. And right, right, right. No, yeah, for sure. Dude, a lot of times I had to find out what was going on on my own. It wasn't communicated to me. I would go online. I'd say, oh, this is a schedule. This is that. I would go um, certain things. I missed a lot of stuff because I wasn't told about it. And it got to the point where the kids wouldn't tell me about it. And um, like I said, we're working through it. I'm blessed that we're working through it. Right. But uh, it, it was just totally unnecessary. And the thing is, you're not screwing me up. You, you, yeah, you taking me off, but you messing with the kids. Absolutely, absolutely. And it may not show now, but I'm sure it'll it'll show later. Later uh, on, exactly. Later what, on, was it worth it? You know, was it really worth it? I just, I don't, I don't get it. And the crazy part, she works in mental health. She knows better. Uh, yeah, the, she definitely yeah, knows I, better. Like I, yeah. So it's like nigga, no, crazy to me, and yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it because when I started hearing some of the lies that were being told, I'm like, why are you doing this? What is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Right. You might smear me, okay, but if they somebody chose to believe it, I shouldn't be. I wasn't supposed to be rocking with them anyway. But even if somebody chose to believe it, when it's the people start to see, like you, it's one thing to hear some shit. But once you hear something and then the actions don't line up, you're like, all right, well, I ain't got nothing to worry about because motherfuckers going to see eventually and motherfuckers going to see I've eventually. had a handful of people that that experience actually happened. Right. And then I've had certain people where until she crossed them, it then, was, right. then they were willing to listen. Well, why did she have to cross you first? You, you knew both of us before. Right. We separated. So it it's crazy, bro. It's B, crazy. B, what about you? How, how do, do you ever get tired of hearing the... the the stigma that black dads is deadbeats and all like, I I say all the time I don't know niggas around me in my circle that are deadbeats because we don't associate ourselves with people like that. But right. I'm not gonna pretend that it don't exist. Like it's niggas that don't take care of their kids, but yeah. they just not in my circle. Yeah. Um, do you do you ever get tired of the stigma or do you have the like a decent relationship with your child's mom? Um. Well, well, both my kids. Okay, both. Okay, yeah. I, ain't, I like not saying, yeah, but no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I definitely do, and I definitely think like it's definitely a process, man. When it, when when you like co-parenting, it's a process because 
I don't mean no disrespect by this, but a lot of women, a lot of women lack lack logic when it comes to their emotions. So when women are emotional, they they lose a lot of logic. So yeah. and you have to understand that too, and be like be the bigger person. So like you know, like in the beginnings, like when you break up and and stuff like that, like sometimes they want the time, and then you can get you given the time, but like. Like, you're not financially stable, so now it's a big emphasis on the finances. Right. Or you got the finances, but then they like, well, you don't spend no time. And it's finding that common balance to where you can do both, you know. And I, and I think, like, it probably took, like, three or four years for me and my, my like, maybe three years for me and my daughter mom to, like, find that that balance that to, nice like, balance. yeah, like, okay. now we cool. Like, you know, right. I spend money, I you know. Like, that's all I was just Googling right now when I said, I made that comment when I was like, oh, I didn't realize how I close. Like, I still got to. Right, right, right. My daughter, like, five minutes away, so because I got to get her right after this. So, I'm like, oh, I ain't even got to drive that far. Um, but, like, now we got the, um, financially, I take care of them. Right. Um, money. Uh, I mean, time-wise and stuff like that. My son, like, my son is still younger. So, it's, like, now getting on that same page, too. Which I think um, me and his mom have come a long way with. But, like, my son, he live a little bit farther away. Okay. So, I don't get this much time as, like, my, my daughter, she's about to be 13. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? She with me damn near every day. You know, so now my son is like, okay, like, the weekends. And then, like, you change your life. Like, now you you torn. I'm doing shows. so You know what I'm saying? So now it's like I've already established that foundation with my daughter, but now it's like I gotta build a, I gotta different, build, a whole different yeah world. yeah because yeah. now I'm in a whole different spot in my life now, like to where now I got a business, I got multiple locations in different right. states that I gotta travel to, and stuff like that. So then that's why I say it's like finding that perfect balance and stuff like like you know with time and finances and stuff. And that's always been something that bothered me the most is as an active father that is on child support. On top of it, like, I see both ends of the spectrum. I, me and my son's mom, like, we recently have got on the, on the same accord. Like, she, she by all means, a great mother. Mm-hmm. Now, I will never knock the job that she does with my son. Me and her personally didn't get along, but I don't give a damn about how you feel about me as long as you give me the respect that is the father of your, of your son. Um, but when it comes to... Child support and the and the, the judges and the, the caseworkers and stuff like that, you always talk about you want the best interest of the child. You want the best interest of the child. Okay, that's cool, and I understand that. Everybody should. Mm-hmm. But if you get if I get a job and now you're taking child support from me, I have to go either get another job or a better job. And normally with more pay becomes more responsibility and more hours. So, like you said, I'm taking away from the time that I'm spending with my son or daughter on top of, you know, me making the money, mm-hmm. but money isn't always everything. Sometimes you need the, the time to, to count. You need the perfect know. balance. Cause, Absolutely. Because you're going to always focus on what you're not getting. Exactly. So, if you're getting the money, it's like, you don't spend no time with them. Exactly. You get the time, you ain't got no, you don't buy nothing. I need right. I need you, right. You know what I'm saying? So... As, as, as someone that's very hands-on, like, I go to all my son's soccer games, um, practices, take him to school, you know, shit like that. Like, me and his mom work pretty good together to make sure we, we get things accomplished as, as, as a unit, you know what I mean? But when it comes to the days I used to have to either not get him for a weekend because 
I had to work an overtime shift or something like that that I, I didn't get the extra time with him. I understand now, like, hey, he's a little bit older. He got his own life. And like you said, your daughter becoming older and being 13, mm -hmm. like, it's different because now they become their own person. They have a social life. It's things that, you know, that you can kind of do more freely yeah. versus, you know, with them being, being you know, an older person that kind of co-exists co 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 with your schedule as a dad. Yeah. So I definitely get and understand all those type of things. Um, the person I was supposed to, I was supposed to have another guest on, but they, I was going to ask them how like the balance between like the different mothers and stuff like that, how all that type of stuff goes. But I think that the thing, cause I got uh, two kids by two different women. So well, I got a kid by two different women. Uh, but um, yeah, I think the, um, like, but that is just separate, man. Like, you don't expect the, the other one to do what the other person does. Like, you just can't have expectations, and you can never bring up, like, well, my other baby mama do this, or my other kid. Like, you you can't compare. You can't compete the relationships because it's never going to end well for the man. So it's just like each situation is his own situation and stuff like that. You can't expect something to be done a certain way because you do it a certain way with this um, child and their, and, and, and their mother so it's just like you gotta just sometimes just be like it's a, and then with co-parenting somebody gotta be the bigger person always that's what it is like always. somebody gotta be the bigger person man because we both can trip off a lot of stuff and it's just like will anything get yeah, accomplished it, it, it won't get nothing accomplished and it, me I'm just a non-combative person like you know me like bro like you probably never never even seen me get into an argument I don't right. think I've ever been into a, like I, like so I'm just naturally like all right, why are you upset? Right. How can we face this? Like, I'm not about to try to... We're not going back. Yeah, I'm not about to try to... Like, I'm going to be the bigger person. Like, right. you said some messed up stuff. I'm not about to try to get you back and say something right. even more. Because it's not going to get nowhere. Right. We're we not going to be able... Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's funny because... So I like, just bite like, my tongue a lot of times. Have you, how you tap into that? Because me and, me and this nigga used to go, like, back and forth religiously about, like, the Cavs and the Warriors and Kyrie and Steph and Brian and all that shit. He was like, nigga, all right, you got it. Like, he was like, nigga, I just stopped, I just stopped going there. Mm -hmm. Then, like, one time, I don't like to bring, like, bad shit up, but, like, my nigga had a mishap and somebody fucking damaged this nigga car. And this nigga, like, I would have been livid, but he made a joke about oh, you shit. About like, <laughs> yeah, like, the nigga made a That's video true. about, like, and he, the shit was funny, but I would have been fuming. Yeah. Like, I would have been trying to find either somebody to go, go holler at her, or I would have had to take matters in my own hands. Yeah. But and I always like, think with logic, bro, it's just like, do I really want, like, I'm like, do I really want that energy? Like, cool, she fucked my shit up. She's already proven that she, she gonna do that. Right. So now, the people that love me, already right, go fuck this up. And then now right. it's just a, exactly. it's just a war. Like, cool, you feel like, you feel hurt, you got your get back. Fuck it, it's some material stuff. Exactly. Done with it, man. You show me who you is. The relationship over with, and, and and that's what it is, man. So like a lot of people are like, man, you ain't do nothing to it. I'm just like, bro, I just don't. I don't got time, man, yeah. to be just like looking over my shoulder and wondering. Wonder exactly. Yeah, no, something about to happen to me. And and I was young at that time too. I ain't had no kids at that point, but I was always thought like that. Like I'm like, bro, I just don't. I don't want to have no enemies. I don't want to be able to, to be feel like I'm an enemy in my or a prisoner in my own city right. to where I did so much get back. To where I got to yeah. wonder. Yeah, no, that's a fact. You know, and then now I'm doing comedy and... I'm accessible. Yeah, I'm accessible. I'm accessible. Yeah, I got no, my flyers. Yeah. I got my movie. You got 
Ray got movie premiere and he 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 a bad person doing shit. Like you can't no, you can't move thing. like that. He can't promote himself. Niggas like, oh, I know where you at. No, absolutely. You know, so I just always thought with that consciousness, like, bro, I'm not. It's not worth it getting to nobody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in karma. Bro. Yeah, karma real. Karma man. real. And my so karma quick. My it, karma happened. Yeah, it, <laughs> I crazy. do some bullshit. My karma be like, let me follow. Like, <laughs> <follow." laughs> like, damn, I just did it, dude. I'm serious, dude. I've had stuff happen, and people look at me, and I was like, I caused that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what you talking about? I said, nah. That, that, that's it. I, said, I, said, right. I feel it. I'm like. I'm, like, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to wrap it up now. We, we, we about to wrap it up. No, but so I, mean, I got, I got three, I got three rapid fire questions. We got to wrap it up. Be about to get out of here. I'm, a, I'm gonna give his questions first. Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy? Ooh, damn. Give me some, give me a Ooh. shot. What's the? <laughs> them, the, them the questions. You got to pick one. Uh, I got to pick one. Richard Pryor. Or, or, I'm gonna say Richard because he was the trailblazer. Okay, cool. Crowd work or routine? Routine. Okay, and Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. Okay, I, that's your three. We good. My nigga said, my nigga said you gotta get with the kids. Yeah, go I, pre- I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Then Ray, we got some rapid nice fire questions. Ray. What's your IG, man? We got top in, man. Oh yeah, Leo, be Leo, uh, be Leo. Oh, yeah. IG. Follow me on Instagram. It's B T D I T S B T I D Y. I T S B T I D Y. Check them out on Instagram, Twitter, all your social media. What's your IG, right? It's uh, Hamilton Ray Hodge. No, this nigga actually got a store. I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get it, I'll send it to you on the I got it right there. So, Okay. All right, bro. Appreciate you, man. All right, bro. So, so, so Ray, we about to we about to get you the rapid fire joints. He had the bounce, so we we I'm gonna get to go full throttle with you, pause. Um <laughs> Wow. Titties or ass? <laughs> ass. Okay. Ass. Um. You play running back in college, so LT or Emma Smith? Well, Danian doesn't get love because he didn't get that that chip, but uh, I'm gonna have to say Ladanian. Okay. Um. Rapid fire. Watching your son score a touchdown or your daughter keeping motherfuckers from scoring. Oh. That's hard, bro. Yeah. I'm going to have to call a draw on that. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to tell you why I say that. My daughter is literally the most loving, soft-hearted person I've ever met in my life. The first time I saw her in them pads and she drilled somebody with that stick... <laughs> I was like, that was like four touchdowns. It was, it was a different type of feeling. Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm that's funny. That's what um, Zach Smith just said on his podcast. I was listening today. His girl play. Uh, I, I want to say, I want to say it was soccer. No volleyball. Mm-hmm. He was saying she was spiking on somebody. Okay. And he was saying it was just different than when he go to his like his son games. All right, what are, uh, drums or flats? Flats. Whiskey or tequila? Whiskey. Cigars or weed? This going to get posted, huh? 
<laughs> Hypothetical, like, 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 not like that you like to indulge, but like what you would much rather be in the environment of. Okay, so I'm gonna put it out there. I used to smoke a lot of weed in college, a okay. lot. I, I was, yeah, but um, I'm gonna say cigars. At this point in my life, cigars. Right, right, absolutely. That's what. That's what more so what it was. Um. All right, last one. A nice smooth Sunday with football, wings, food, or on the set, about to shoot a movie with your cast, and it turned into like a little brouhaha after the set, like after everybody worked. Definitely on the on the uh, on the set. On the set. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we can respect that. That's all we got for the uh, second episode of Turn Me Up Podcast. We'd like gang, to thank gang, Ray. Gang. We'd like to thank B-Titty. Um, you could check the Instagrams. Ray, what's your Instagram? It's Hamilton Ray Hodge. That's on IG. Check my man's out. The different movies that he listed. Um, it's B-Titty is my other man's. Check him out in the city near you, whether it's Cleveland, Florida, wherever he decides. Um, I'd like to thank you all for coming on. We appreciate you for being a guest, being good people. Again, I'm Jesus 216. We got Ray, uh, Ray Hodge and Rob Speed. Um, as always, please tune in and turn me up. We out. <laughs>